Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And today we're going to talk about marketing to your employees or really to potential employees that you haven't even met yet. Um, Just this past week, I was sitting down with a practice administrator. He's um, the chief executive officer of a practice that has something like six locations, surgery center, 300 plus employees just at his main office location, plus everybody that works for the surgery center. And like everybody else, he has been pivoting left and right um, during COVID, and one of the biggest pivots he's had to make is what does he do about employee, um, really attracting employees, retaining them, and, and, you know, what do we do when turnover is at an all-time high? In fact, I was sitting with the practice administrator just this past week and going over kind of our update on what we're doing from a marketing perspective, and he, he literally stopped me in conversation, and he said, Jen, I don't need marketing right now. What I need are x-ray techs so I don't have to close one of our locations next week because in the market that he's in, there's a big shortage of x-ray techs. They're jumping ship. They're going to work at the hospitals. They um, are a skilled, kind of a skilled workforce, like entry-level skilled workforce, and they are going out and looking for the best possible place they might land. Yeah, and uh, I was actually sitting with a, a different client recently in ENT practice, and I was doing um, interviews with their leadership and the managers of different departments. And one of the things that I, I kept hearing was coming back was we're having such a hard time retaining employees, partly due to some internal issues that they have in terms of culture and communication, but also just because people don't want to show up for work, and and so they they're they'll hire somebody supposed to start on Monday and they'll get ghosted and that has happened consistently in front desk positions, MA positions, um, x-ray tech positions, it kind of across the board for them. It was pretty fascinating. Yeah, I actually got an email this morning that I was copied on from one of our account folks and they had sent some content over to a practice administrator and said, hey, we're ready to publish this. Are you ready to rock and roll? And she said, I don't want to talk about content right now. I don't want to do this. I want you to push this until next year. I don't have enough front desk people to answer the phone. And so it kind of got us to, you know, go back to that original um, original example I gave where he said, look, I need x-ray techs for this orthopedic practice. And I said to the practice administrator, I said, all right, well, now that you've told me this, because we know things from a marketing perspective, we know things can be tough and there's crazy things going on. Um, But unless you tell your marketing team or tell everybody and kind of bring them into the conversation, they can't bring the solutions to the table. So I said to the practice administrator, okay, great. Now that I know this, I'm going to go back to my office, which happens to be right next door, and I'm going to come up with a plan that we can help you secure some x-ray techs, which ended up being pulling um, Corey aside, pulling um, somebody else aside on our team and saying, hey, we need to get some x-ray techs hired here walking down to HR, getting the job description from the HR person, immediately taking somebody and putting them um, 
on the task of getting the position listed on the website, running some Facebook and LinkedIn ads. And then by the end of the day, we had two applications for x-ray techs and um, the HR director was able to go ahead and conduct interviews. And um, as of this recording, I'm not sure if they've hired them yet. But the fact is, what we do from a marketing perspective translates very easily into marketing to those potential employees. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, and just like you would with patients, when you're looking for employees, especially in today's market and you're trying to reach younger folks, you have to kind of meet them where they are. And and we were talking about this a little bit the other day, and, and a lot of the marketing tactics that we use um, to attract and retain patients really, um, with some slight tweaks, can be used for employees. So one of the hurdles, though, um, so going back to this example we kind of opened the show with, is at this particular practice, there's a new HR director, and she's pretty old school, so she's having a difficult time, and again, because they're critically short-staffed, just sort of keeping up. Um, So she can't even consider these new ways and new messages and new ways to meet employees because she's just trying to kind of keep her head above water. And I feel like if you're listening to this show, you can, you're probably nodding along going, oh yeah, I know exactly what that's like. So what we want to do in the next couple of minutes is just break down a couple of ways that you can market to employees without getting too deep in the weeds or, or being too technical. Yeah. And I think it, 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 before we get into kind of these specific examples of what you can do, I think it's really important and we've been harping on this for years, long before COVID, is that the marketing team and the HR team and the operations team should really be connected at the hip. Because a lot of the things that are happening from an HR standpoint, um, whether it's getting new employees, retaining employees, employee engagement, things of that nature, are very connected to marketing and vice versa. And the same type of thing from an operational standpoint. When you're when you're implementing marketing strategies and you're ready to go to market and, and put a campaign into place, if you haven't operationalized whatever it is that you're planning to do, it's going to fail on arrival. And so, you know, there's three legs to the stool. It's operations, HR, and marketing all together, working together in synergy is how we can be successful. So I think we've outlined kind of six areas from a marketing perspective that we are often focusing on when it comes to marketing to patients. And let's talk now about what those six areas are and how we might use those to attract and retain employees. Yeah, so I think number one, first and foremost, is start with your website. When we're talking about marketing, we often say that the website, from a digital side anyway, is kind of the hub of everything that we're doing. And sometimes, especially with smaller practices, that we often find that the website does not have a careers page or a careers tab. And um, if you're looking for employees, that is one of the first places and most effective places where you can actually grab some people that are interested in your practice because obviously to get there, they would have went to your practice website. So ideally, that that means that they're somewhat familiar with your practice and how you conduct business, your mission, your values, what you kind of stand for. And so that is a great way to sort of um, help potential employees almost self-qualify before applying for their job because that means they had to kind of seek you out or maybe they're a past patient or, you know, friend or family member of patients, what have you. Um, But putting a careers page together is relatively easy. And if it's something that, uh, you know, if you're focused on your website as you're doing marketing, 
then that means you probably have a decent content strategy. And so it makes sense to just update the website and have this as a viable page that you update when you need to. Yeah, and I think that a careers page is a very quick solution, the type of thing that you could say, you know what, I don't have that, but I want that by the end of the day. And you could get the page done as long as you've got your job descriptions written. It's no big deal to upload um, those jobs to the page, create a quick form, goes directly to the person handling HR, and it's easy breezy, and you've knocked that off the list within, you know, one working day. However, long term, let's say that this becomes something that we need to focus on down the road, there are some things that you could do to the website to really put employee marketing um, at the forefront. And what I think is, you know, building a landing page or almost like a mini site really focused on careers and why you would want to work in that practice in the first place. And then you would take the same type of content marketing strategies, social media strategies, things like that, and you would would bring it into that. Because what if I, let's go back to my x-ray tech. All right, what qualifications do I need if I'm going to be an x-ray tech? Is there a quick video that you could pop up? Is there, you know, what? where would I be working from? Um, am I going to be at your main office or am I going to be at one of your satellite offices? What's that actually look like? Is it dingy and gross? What's my workspace going to look like? Because you think about it, you know, you've got, we've got a market, at least at this moment, in this small snapshot of time, where um, the employees are the ones kind of pulling the strings. And so they've got choices. And the hospitals are going to pay more and other practices are going after this small pool of employees. So how can you differentiate your practice from the other ones when it's not just dollars? Well, it's just like what you would do with patients, right? Where we always say we want to kind of show behind the curtain and that you know your office is not this, this scary place. We're made up, <laughs> the team is made up of humans. We all have families and friends, and uh, we just want to provide the best care possible, right? And so you kind of want to give an office tour or just showcase uh, where your office is and who your team is, who your providers are. You want to do the same thing with your employees because uh, they want to know where they're going to clock in and clock out every day. Yeah, and even beyond that, I'm thinking about our office, which we're inside of a large orthopedic practice attached to a surgery center. We happen to be in a shopping center, um, which is very public-facing. So every day when you come to work here, You could also, at your lunch break, walk down to the local Target, do your shopping, and grab a cup of coffee at the Starbucks, and there's an array of restaurants and um, quick-serve places that you can grab lunch at any given time. There's a TJ Maxx across the store, across the road. You know, these are important things for employees to know when they're trying to figure out, are they going to be working at a practice that's out in a rural environment and they have to get in their car and drive 20 minutes during their lunch break? And every day when they go to lunch, they're going to be in a dingy break room and they're going to be sitting there with their bag lunch that they brought and let's hope they don't forget it one day. <laughs> or are they going to be in a place that's more in an urban environment? It's going to have some amenities and it's, it's a lot easier to get the things done that you need to do when you pop into work. And so I think I think it's very important to showcase these things. And I think that um, this is kind of a great segue into like the, the second way you might market to employees. Exactly like you would market to your potential patients, you would use the number two search engine in the entire world, which is Google and or YouTube, and you would create videos showcasing the things that make your practice great. Yeah, I love the idea of taking that old MTV show Cribs and doing tours of the office and just literally having someone say, hey, check out our 
our main office. Come on with me. Let's go take a little tour. And then you walk them around because that not only does that work for patients because it's a great way to see the office, but for employees, again, um, we're talking about attracting and retaining the best talent that you can. And so if you want to give yourself a leg up, create one of these little videos and showcase your practice and your building, your culture, and where people are going to be working, you know, demystify that a little bit. And then you can reduce that friction, right, where people are just say, oh, that place looks awesome, or I really like what I'm seeing here, I'm going to go ahead and apply where maybe they would not have done that otherwise. Yeah. Or you've got an opportunity, you know, we have, we have practices, you know, you probably have at your practice where you've got people that have worked there for 10, 20, even 30 years. They've been there since day one. How did they start out as a front desk person and make their way up to chief operating officer? Maybe it's showcasing those employee stories about how they started and how they climbed through the ranks and how the practice made it um, made made that opportunity available to them, and putting those videos out there, you know that that kind of gets two things done for you. One is it engages and recognizes existing employees, and two, it shows those people off the street. You know what? It may make sense to go work at this practice because they've got a culture and a dynamic that promotes from within. And I'm looking for a place to call family. I'm not just looking to get a paycheck and to make sure I can pay my bills, but I'm also looking for a place that long-term I want to be and showcase using your existing employees. Yeah, and something that I've seen in a lot of practices that we work with, maybe you have this inside yours, is um, you actually you started to say it there where people want to work for more than just a paycheck. So if your practice also um, you know gives back regularly, and you showcase that somewhere in your office. Maybe it's just like a little cork board or something you have where you can show that your team volunteers and you're doing activities and things like that. That's a fantastic thing to show on one of these videos and to stop by and to say that, you know, when you join our group, you are joining a real team, a real family, and we like to give back to our community. Here's a couple of examples of, of how we did that recently. So especially when it comes to the, the younger generation, they want to know that not only are they collecting a paycheck, but they're actually making a difference in their community. Yeah, and I think video, just like from a marketing perspective, video is a long-term strategy. Right. So I kind of referenced it before. We are in a moment of time and in this particular moment, we're having a problem attracting and retaining employees because it's an employee market. Two years ago, we were talking about um, engaging employees because it was hard to even find employees because we had an unemployment rate under 3%, and it was the most difficult thing was keeping your employees there. Everything that we're just now talking about when it comes to culture, showcasing employees, showing what the, the, the strategy, the, the bigger strategy is, everything we're talking about is a long-term strategy, and it's going to ebb and flow with whatever market that we're in. And so video as an opportunity to showcase existing employees, create engagement, and then use it as a way to kind of share your culture externally, um, video is a great strategy for for the long-term, um, helping with the short-term needs, but really with the long-term I think the next area of focus is, and and this kind of goes back to the HR director who you said is a little bit old school, Mm -hmm. um, is social media and directories. And I put social media and directories kind of together because um, this HR person, she said, I know we have a LinkedIn page. I haven't even filled out the profiles yet because you can go in there and create your kind of job profiles on LinkedIn. And she said, she, she readily admitted, 
I've got an ad running on indoor on Indeed, but I don't have the profile filled out fully on Indeed, and I need to get my hands around what's going on with Glassdoor, which is um, the same practice a couple years ago had an engagement problem and a retention problem for employees because the market was so hot, and employees were kind of turning over at a higher rate and leaving you know somewhat negative um, nefarious like reviews on Glassdoor. And just like social media, you need to respond to those reviews, but this HR person didn't have her hands around it yet. So just like you would in a traditional marketing standpoint, you can't wait to be on these platforms until you have a need. You have to nurture these platforms consistently over time. And then when you have a need, you would call on that audience. Insight Marketing Group is your practice's complete marketing solution. Since 2006, We've helped practices just like yours attract and retain patients through traditional and digital marketing, employee engagement programs, and strategic communications. Anyone can market your practice, but few can understand the dynamics behind decisions. We can do both, while providing measurable results and noticeable improvements. For just one flat fee, you'll get everything you need to market your practice and improve your online reputation. And yep, that even includes a new website. At Insight Marketing Group, we simplify your marketing so you can run your practice. Check out pricing and learn more at insightmg.com today. That's insightmg.com. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, so there's two sides to this. One, I think, is you want to, like Jen was just saying, you, you want to be proactive here and you want to... Um, use these platforms to communicate and then to also let people know what's going on in your practice. So for example, um, if you want to create sort of this, um, this opportunity to showcase and recognize employees, do it on LinkedIn. Because even though they may, maybe that particular employee is not on LinkedIn, but if, if you're showcasing them and, and you're creating this culture of recognition that's on one of these platforms, and you're saying, look how, how great this person is, we're recognizing them for a job well done or an anniversary or whatever the case may be, um, you know, th- those things work well to kind of promote a little bit of clout for your practice on a platform like LinkedIn so that when you're ready and you need to hire somebody, you have all of this great content and, and that means that the algorithm on LinkedIn is going to promote your posts a little bit more when you do create that, hey, we're hiring post. So rather than just going on and saying that I need someone, please help, please apply here, click click now, please, 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 um, you actually have a little bit of, um, like I said, a little bit of clout and a little bit of history and these profiles are active and you're on these platforms um, and potential employees will, will see that, potential referral sources will see that, and uh, you, you know, you'll really benefit from taking the time to do that. Yeah, and I think LinkedIn is a great platform um, to reach potential employees, but I also go back to employees are on Facebook, they're on Instagram, they're following everything that you're doing anyway. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a strategy of recognizing existing employees or showcasing jobs or doing kind of the cribs example, let me show you like what the department looks like. You should use the social media channels that you've been building these relationships on for years to also showcase that content. Sure. There's a there's a way to go about it, but you should be using that all the time because you've built these audiences. And just like you would from a reputation management standpoint, you really want to um, 
you really want to make sure your directory listings are complete. You want to make sure that you're looking at your social channels from a jobs perspective. Um, you maybe even want to, I don't necessarily think we'll get into too much depth here, but you survey your patients. So are you surveying your employees on their way out? And if so, is, can you learn from that data to market better, to make changes in the future? Are there things within those exit surveys that are consistent and consistently positive that you can now turn into marketing messages? All things that you would pay attention to when you're marketing a new service line. So we might want to you know, make employee marketing an additional service line or an additional focus moving forward. Yeah, and, and I think that a lot of what we're talking about right in this particular segment is about attracting employees. But if you flip that, and then you, you're also thinking about retaining employees, and we go back to that idea of creating um, this culture of recognition, and you're doing that on, on social media, and whether you're incentivizing them and giving them something or you're just taking a picture and throwing it up there, um, that, that does help retain employees because they know that their hard work is being recognized and shared. And I think that, um, again, there's a, you can do videos for that. That might be too heavy of a lift. But you can certainly um, share those things. Maybe you've got a practice intranet where you can do that. Um, so consider that sort of like a, a closed-loop social network, if you will, where you can share those things and, um, and still work on uh, retaining the employees, or you can put it on LinkedIn or one of these other avenues like we were talking about, again, to help retain this talent that you already have. Absolutely. So, so let's get back to attracting employees, since that is the flavor of the day right now. <laughs> like, how do I attract some employees and get them to show up at the interviews? Quick and easy. Build the career page on your website and then advertise to that career page. I mean, that is a no-brainer. You can do this. And so, one, you're going to put your job listing on like an Indeed or a Glassdoor or um, a ZipRecruiter or one of those places, and you're going to pay $150 to $500, and you're going to click a button, and it's going to send your job listing, which is your advertisement, out to hundreds and hundreds of directory websites to thousands and thousands of employees who, or potential employees who hopefully are looking for jobs and not just trying to fulfill um, the unemployment requirements for their particular state. Um, and that's an advertisement. And then if you want to go a step above, which is when we were trying to deal with this x-ray tech issue in the last couple of weeks, we said, let's throw some ads on Facebook and LinkedIn and see how they go. And um, I really thought it was going to be LinkedIn. Corey thought it was going to be Facebook. But, um, Corey, do you have some suggestions on how you might approach advertising and which platform might be better? Yeah, so what we saw was the Facebook ads actually performed a little bit better than the LinkedIn ads. And I think part of that is just because the pool is a little bit wider on Facebook. Um, so what my suggestion would be is don't limit yourself to just one platform. It's okay to advertise on both. Um, do a little bit of A/B testing with your budget. It doesn't. You can advertise on each one of these um, for just a couple of dollars. It's nothing crazy, um, but no. You know, first of all, you have to identify what kind of job you're hiring for. You've got to have your job description. It would be nice if you also had some sort of. Um, you know, maybe you've got that video we were discussing earlier. But if you don't have that. Uh, maybe you do have a, a little bit of uh, nice-looking art that you've created because that's really going to help attract people as they're sort of scrolling through here and they they see that um, your particular practice is hiring. And then um, 
think about who you really want to hire, because especially on LinkedIn, you can get pretty deep into the, the um, demographics of who's going to see your job post or your advertisement. Uh, not so much on Facebook anymore. They're sort of changing some of the uh, targeting rules, but you can still determine um, age, background, education, location, all of those things. Um, and then make sure that your ad is reaching the right person at the right time. Yeah, I think I think that's great advice, and you would advertise to employees just like you would anything else. Exactly. And the great thing about it is you can always ebb and flow based on the metrics that you're getting back. And once you've created these ads, if you once you hire someone, you can turn it off. And when you if you need it again, you just turn it back on. Mm-hmm. Do the work once, make adjustments, and and move on from that. So another area from a marketing perspective that I was giving some thought to, um, because we do, I have to always be careful. I don't want to say we do do, (laughs) but we do events sometimes, Um, mainly virtual events these days versus in-person events. And does this still apply from an HR perspective? Because, you know, you can, there's there's no longer, or do you have like the regular old-fashioned job fairs? or they're not as often as they used to be. However, you know, could you host your own job fair virtually? I mean, it's totally doable. Could you do that? I mean, you could do it on Zoom pretty easily, you know, and um, that could be an easy way that you could do it yourself. Your HR person could do it. You could bring a couple different departments together if they wanted to interview. You could just have people pop in at a particular time. You could do it almost like a webinar and, and create some scheduling where people could just schedule 10-minute conversations with somebody from the department. So I think there's an opportunity there. Yeah, I think I think that's a great idea. Um, and it, it's not that complex to set no. up something like that. I mean, everyone now especially is used to a Zoom or a Google Meet or whatever the case may be. Um, well, that's how you're interviewing at this point. Exactly, yeah. And and I think that, there, you know, there, obviously there's benefits to that. You can do it in less time. You can have hard stops. Um, maybe whoever you're speaking with is is a little um, you know less anxious that way, so you can actually um, get to know them a little bit more in a shorter amount of time, and um, you know that's something that you could set up at your practice using your careers page, which is now on your website after our first tip, and um, and again sort of leverage that career hub that you're you're building with a virtual job fair or event. Yeah, and I think you could also look at. Um other people's events you know like as an example we do an event um you do an event with with athletic trainers nurses um, allied health professionals and there's anywhere from five to seven hundred of them on twice a year in a virtual environment and let's say you know you sponsor an event like that because that's your target audience you could sponsor that event throw up your job posting or throw up your here's why you want to work at my practice type of video Probably for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, so actually, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, the, <laughs> the title sponsor this past year put together a 60-second video, and that's all that they wanted. Um, they didn't want any other... They, I mean, they got them. They Sponsorship mentions and logos on posters and art. They were like, yeah, whatever, but play this video. <laughs> that's what they kept going back to is they wanted... Because um, it's a uh, PT practice and they they knew who the audience was and they said all we care about is at a time where where you guys think the most people will be paying attention put our video there and the the 60 second clip was just a call for employees and it was um, video clips 
of their practice and their different locations, showcasing what they do and who they are and why a therapist would want to come work for them. And it was a 100% recruiting tool. They didn't care about anything else. They just wanted to be in front of that engaged audience. That's a great idea. Do you have any results? Did they did it work for them? Um, they I know that they got a handful of applicants because what they were trying to do was they're expanding. So they were trying to fill essentially a huge region at multiple different practices. And I, I know that they got applicants from that don't know how many they hired, but I know that they did, in fact, reach out um, and they did reach the right audience. That's great. That's mm-hmm. great. That's a great example. And we didn't talk about that beforehand. So I love that. Yeah. My idea actually was the <laughs> same thing that we yep. just did. Another idea, um, and I'll get off the event side, is so I um, I started going back to school a couple of years ago because I thought that was a great idea in my mid-40s is to give up every evening and go back to school. Um, <laughs> but I'll digress on that. But in the program that I'm in, it's a healthcare admin program, and I get emails and messages on the forums all the time about, come listen to this speaker virtually from this hospital or this practice. Come find out what it takes to be an administrator at a practice. Come participate in this event. So. I see, just like you might go to an elementary or a middle school and talk about a career at your practice and what it means, you could turn around and do those same things with your local university, your local Kaiser University, your local place that's um, training med techs, your local place that is training the next round of hospital administrators, and get active in marketing directly to them in their events like you would with anything else. Because just like you, they're trying to attract students where you're trying to attract patients. And if you can help them help themselves, then you'll be front and center with this next round of job applicants. Yeah, and, and having that relationship oh, with yes. the, let's say, the director or the professor or whomever, um, that's that will... That's how I got Corey. Yeah, that will 1,000% pay dividends because they're going to be able to identify the best talent and say, hey, you know what, Jen, you should really talk to so-and-so because they would be a great fit for your practice. Yep, that's absolutely the yeah. case. And so, um, you know, sometimes it's, again, maybe that's not your immediate strategy. Mm-hmm. Maybe your immediate strategy is throwing a couple dollars down and sponsoring an event where somebody's already done the work and you just need to get it out there that you're hiring. But your long-term strategy, because it's going to shift again, might be building those relationships with the local hospitals and the universities and who, who, who knows where the opportunities are, but you need to start thinking that way. So then let's round it out with this, like last piece of marketing, something that really everything always revolves around is content. And what kind of content might we create to market to employees? Well, I think there's a couple different ways that you can go here. So we talked about the Cribs video example, that certainly a piece of content that could also be written content. Once you've got the video, you could transcribe that and turn it into something that's a little uh, more search friendly. So when people are looking for a job overview or, or uh, job expectations, you know, your video and your piece of content comes up there. Um, there's an opportunity to also talk about uh, job shadowing as a piece of content. And again, that could be a video, that could be a piece of written content, just sort of outlining expectations. Um, you know, if you, let's say you, you really want to dive into this um, x-ray tech, you're having a hard time finding someone to fill that role, you could create a piece of content that literally answers the question, what's it like to be an x-ray tech 
at our practice or at a medical practice. And then when people are looking that up, you know they're looking that up because they're probably an x-ray well, tech. You could even take it a step further. What's it like to be a blank at our practice? Mm-hmm. You sit down with the person who, it could just be your HR person, and you do, you got 25 jobs that you have filled. Do all 25, make them two minutes each or one minute each. What's it like to do this? What's it like to do that? And I think that kind of goes back to the attracting new talent and university talent. You know, like, how do I land my first job in healthcare? Mm-hmm. What are the five things I need to do professionally to be this into this role? And and creating, like, quick videos that you turn into long form, which will do very well from search, which then the universities might share it out with their people, which then you can share on social media. And content is just the gift that always keeps giving. And there's so many ways you can skin that cat. Well, and it's also a differentiator because... I can promise that your yeah this. your competitor down the street is not the doing the hospital's this. not even doing this. right. They're right. just throwing money right now. Exactly. So if you've got a piece of content that says, um, "Here's how to land an internship at our practice," well, then that's going to pay dividends because people are then going to say, "You know, I, I, maybe I never thought about it, but I would love to intern there." Absolutely. Or, yeah. And then so those things just sort of build upon themselves, and then when you start to attract this talent. You know they're going to turn around and say, you know the place I work right now, they actually did this really cool thing with a video. I've never seen that before, and they're going to tell people and so on and so forth. Yeah, and I think um, I think content, video, all of it kind of plays back to these are the things that we do successfully in marketing to potential patients. So it makes perfect sense to use these same tools to market to potential employees. And just like we would use these for, you know, there's, there's short wins, like quick wins, and there's long-term wins. It's the same strategy when it comes to marketing to employees. And I'll close it with this. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, There's always been dollars available from an engagement standpoint, whether you're using federal dollars that trickle through to the state level, which end up at your local level, to help you train, reskill employees, things like that. I mean, there's, there's usually a local careers grant or a workforce grant for training. I can tell you without a doubt that there is some level of dollars that have been allocated through the CARES grant and the entire CARES program and the reinvestment back into employees that you probably could get some of these things paid for if you just start digging. Because you can use dollars to attract employees to get people reemployed, and there's dollars that are trickling down. So how could you still meet the letter of those grants but use it to help market to employees and potentially some of the residual side effects are that you're marketing to your practice. You're making an investment in the long term. That's what this is all about. Let's get people back to work who want to be working and let's put your best foot forward and then use it as an opportunity to develop individuals into new careers, to help people make those shifts into jobs that pay a little better, to create engagement, and then ultimately to to deliver better patient care because that's really what it's all about. So um, with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate 
even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders. 